to the spring Q&A for spring season quest. Spring. I'm Lucy and I was your DM. Are you alright? Yeah, that was a good intro. Yeah, thank you. I knew all the words I wanted to say as well. <laughs> I'm Tom and I played Oliver Oaken. I think that's his voice. And uh, Axel Gribber. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, you had a panicked look of not being able to remember and you're like, oh no, this is the only one where I have any reference to how I want to sound like. Yeah. I'm Charlie and I played Baza Brown. Hey, I'm Troy and I played Nick Kidman and his alter ego, Harry Shaft. <laughs> I like how you didn't do Nick Kidman's voice. Nick Kidman. <laughs> Man, let's start with the voices. Because boy howdy, were they a trip. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great that that was definitely the season we committed to like the craziest voices when I didn't do a single voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Well, because me and Charlie had our voices pre-prepared. Yeah. I knew I was going to do the headspace guy. Yeah. I locked in that I was going to do Australian pretty early on before I realized that I can't do an Australian accent. Yeah. So that was a fun one. That we... was There was an order of events there. Yeah. Um, um, and then we threw Troy under the bus in every single way possible. But yeah. yeah. I, I did had... not know you guys were going to do voices, but, uh, you know, I decided to throw on a voice. Unfortunately, the voice I chose was the one I chose. It didn't make it into the recording, but just before you picked that voice, you're like, I can't do the Barney voice. I don't want to do the Barney voice. What a terrible decision mm-hmm. if I did the Barney voice. And then immediately you did the Barney voice. Yeah, I there slipped was... into it pretty naturally, pretty unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. There was about five minutes of panic that I cut out immediately beforehand. Yeah. And, yep. and it's like, oh, sure, left the panic. No, it was just so much, um, uh, 30 seconds of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tom, your second voice? Oh, my second voice we decided in the car ride to the session, because we'd just finished doing a very early morning shoot Yeah, we, for a particular show. We work on a TV... We, we work? We worked on a TV, TV show. show. I think we can. People already know our full names. What no, now? legally not. Can we not? We haven't signed no, anything yet. I was, just, <laughs> I was... I got real scared for a second. So you guys illegally worked on a TV show, I hear. Yeah, we, yeah. Did, we did a crime show. Um, doing... A kid's crime show called What Now? We were doing What Now, and um, and we just... We were on our way back from it, and we just woke up... I, I think I... We got up at 4 a.m. Yeah, to leave really at 4.30. So we were pretty knackered. And I was like, oh, I haven't even thought about... Because my character had just died, and we'd just written up the character sheet, but I hadn't actually come up with a voice for my character i was thinking like an old man voice yeah and then lucy said what if you just didn't do that and i said what can i do then it's and yeah i said i said you should do a john mulaney voice because i think about five minutes early we had just been doing john mulaney bits yeah but i didn't i was like i'd never tried to do a john mulaney voice yeah before, so i that was my first time going for it because was... we also like we both say different things to get into our john mulaney voice what do you want again disgraced nuclear physicist but i don't need that anymore i can just hop into it mine is always my wife and then i just keep talking like this and i just keep talking about my wife and that's and it's not a good john mulaney impression but it technically legally is one yeah no i don't think I'd any say of legally our... it's a lucy impression and it's pretty spot on i don't think any of our impressions are very good i think that's kind of the point right dnd it's not yes that's the point yeah we're all bad <laughs> at what we do we're gonna see if we're better at impressions later on this episode i think <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Axel was fun. Axel is possibly my favorite character we've had so far. He's my, my monks are my favorite class, so he's my favorite character that I've played. My first character, like my first proper character that I played in a long running campaign, Charlie DM'd it. He was Garfield. He was a monk. Gar of the field. Yeah. yeah, and he was a monk, and he got boots of speed like halfway through, so his speed was fucking nuts. Mm. Your speed was, I think, it was ninety, 90? and then I could tap my heels and go up to like. 
higher than that. 1980 or something. His speed was nuts and his nuts were gone. <laughs> yes, chat. No context for the listeners on what that joke means. Something happened. Yeah. Tom got neutered. Yeah. I love doing voices. My highlight of, of D&D. Is voices are fun. Voices. Being silly and doing voices. Yeah. Especially yeah. bad voices, because it's always great when everyone laughs at you. Mm. And I love just annoying the shit out of our listeners with my bad voices. Yeah, fuck you. Speaking of bad voices, Brad Zimmerman of Fate of Eisen did ask, can every character please sound like John Mulaney in the next season? No. I think that's a great idea. I'm DNA. Oh, but here's the thing. All of our impressions are just too good. I don't think people would be able to tell us apart. He might sue. I'm the, might sue. I'm the DM, so every character would sound the same. <laughs> um. Oh, we've never had that before. <laughs> anyway, True. so spring, episode one. Strange letters and stranger people. It was a fun start. I was happy with that. Yeah. Because I didn't come up with most of that. I like I I have a, like a lot of planned stuff. Like I planned a lot for my campaign. I just didn't really think about the very start of it. <laughs> like yeah. I knew I knew you guys were gonna get the book. Full stop. <laughs> That's all I had. I really like you're gonna see this next season. I really like beginnings that are like staggered, where you meet one character and then you meet another character and then you meet the final character and then they're all a party together. Mm. So I loved starting like that. I loved being able to be like, Oh, it's just me for a while and now I have to go find player two. Hello, bitch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the origin of macaroni. Or Mac. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mm. His name was Mackin. M-A-C-C-E-N. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, you guys get really mad at me every single time I make a pun. Can I just point out the two characters you fuckers named in episode one was Postman Malone and Mac and Cheese. I don't... Why do? Why am I in I believe trouble? it was you who named him Postman yeah. Malone. No, I, I'm pretty sure it I'm was I'm pretty sure he was I just the Postman, was... and then you said Malone, or I did it. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was you. Was it me? Yeah. Mac and Cheese isn't a pun, by the way. That's Mac a... and Cheese is his legal name. <laughs> That's a it's a legal pun. For you guys at home, did Lucy name Post Malone Post Malone? And, and then get the... angry at us for naming him that? <laughs> I'm not mad at you guys for naming him that. I'm... Mad that you guys get mad at me about my puns. I just think it's. I'm mad at you for Postman Malone now. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's about quality over quantity. Mm. I think. Yeah, there's three of you and one of me. Tell me what that says. Two funny posts to pun. Two funny pun. Two punny one. <laughs> one unfunny Lucy pun. And that's, I was there. That's a third of a pun each. Mm. If we made two puns. Two thirds. <laughs> Next question. Hey. So six puns. What was the name of? Lucy's town. Non. 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 We all said different things, and that's because I never clarified. And it's my fault, and I'll take that. <laughs> I think the funniest part is that Lucy went, I'm going to call this place the non- I said University non. of knowing. And so I thought it was known, because I'd only ever seen it written down, because I thought it was a pun. And it also, just... you hadn't only seen it written down. At that time, me and Tom lived together. And Charlie, I think, you lived with us at that point. He did, yeah. Okay. And we talked about it a lot the kind night of. before because that's when you guys came up with uh, Stump Ball and the flag or something? Yeah. Emblem. Yeah, he got to come up with the emblem, I got to come up with national sport, and then Charlie yeah. got to come up with the animals. Yeah, I decided what the pest was during yeah. the episode. Great was... choice, by the way. Weasels. Weasels. Right? I don't even know. Weasels. I don't know. Didn't, didn't you speak to weasels? Wasn't that your whole thing? <laughs> it was... Ferrets and weasels are so similar. I don't want to hear it. Also, it's the only character voice I did. That's true. I'm the weasel and... I don't know what to, uh, this is very scary. I can't 
half of you guys asking me questions and it's just not fair. Uh, the existential crisis weasel. Also, only episode of Season Quest my dad's ever listened to. <laughs> and he was, his favourite bit was the weasel bit. My dad's yeah, only ever listened to the first minute of Winter and went, mm. not for me. My grandmother's only listened to the first minute of an episode of Spring and uh, my mum turned it off because in that minute I swore, I was like, oh man, what the fuck? And then you're like, that's fucking stupid. I said, shut the fuck up, Tom. And then my mum went, okay, no more of that. <laughs> no more podcasts. The first episode of Spring is also the episode your mum appears in. Yeah, yeah. She called in from home. She, yeah, <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> It was, yeah, it's a shame we haven't had any more, um, you know, guest moments from mum. What's that? Charlie speak. He's been sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents don't listen to me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll cut it in a couple minutes back when it's funny and not just tragic. It'll be fine. Yeah, you guys, you guys met up. You guys left the town. You left your wife, book. Charlie. Well, not legally. <laughs> we had a mystery book. Yeah, I had but to. you know, by locale. Oh yeah, we should probably talk about the book. I was yeah, going that was the, the main plot. Trek. I don't think it matters that Charlie left his wife. I think it would have been so <laughs> fucking funny if we got to that point and she was like, don't go, and you went, okay, and then we made you a new character. <laughs> what if her name was Becca? I, re- I was really, really tempted to. <laughs> I, th- I think it was important that Charlie left his wife, because it really gave me something to play with later on in the story. Uh, yeah. You certainly played with her. <laughs> And it gave Bazza room to grow. His famous catchphrase that everybody loves. I love the fact that when we started the season, I said, I'm going to be a really nice guy this season. I'm going to avoid combat and I'm going to be nice to everyone. And then I wasn't because I was surrounded by two terrible influences. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the same thing of like this kind of friendship in general. You're very easily influenced. Yeah. What happened next? Book, book. Let's talk book. about the book. You guys got the wee magical... um. Book? The wizard book. The it wizard book, book, and there's a very specific it. word I'm looking for. Diary, Tom. journal, notebook, tome. Nope, 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 nope. Book. Fuck. Journal. Dingo. Encyclopedia? It's not an encyclopedia. It's... It was a bird. It was a book about plants and shit. Slumber. Non-fiction. It was non-fiction. It was non-fiction. It was fiction. It was... Was it fiction? It was non-fiction within a world of fiction. The Voynich Manuscript. Manuscript's the word I was looking for. It's a book that hasn't been actually printed. Yeah, the book you guys got. I also had a reference guide that I was using a bunch of the time of the actual, like, scans of the book. Hmm. Because it's a real book that exists. Um, It's probably not written in, like, a codex or anything. It is probably just, like, mad gibberish. But, yeah, it's kind of like an encyclopedia of plants that don't exist. I didn't realize there was two books. Uh, Two books. I assumed that because you also had the diary. Oliver had the diary. Yeah, yeah. that was from his seven pages missing. That yeah. was my that was my like trinket. Trinket, yeah. Right. I just assumed they were the same item. No, mm. you're a stupid little dum dum. Well, I don't think you ever told me what our actual mission was in that first episode. I think no, I, I don't got, think you ever. Got I think I overheard stuff. it. I walked up to Bazza and I said, "Bazza, I need you to help me f- go to Voynich so I can return <laughs> this book." And then. Bazza went, yeah, and then... Bazza, we well, Bazza actually went, nah, yeah, alright. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. And then you guys um, decided I was coming because I was the adventurer. Yeah. I just kicked that so hard I burped. <laughs> uh, something I was going to mess with but um, didn't end up using was kind of the idea of people getting really obsessed with the book as well. Like, if people uh, were like, flicking cool. through it and, like, kind of investigating it for too much, mm. they would start to go insane. Um, but we, you guys didn't really read. I read it a bunch. You read it 
once. Or no, twice. I, I read it every single long rest. I tried to read it. I remember. But I you know, you did it twice. But we didn't have a lot of long rests. That's the only reason. Mm. Every single time we had a long rest, I tried to read it, but we only had like. Oliver only had like three or four. Oh, like, yeah, that's because you died. I forgot yeah, about Because you're a bad gamer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that would have been fun, but I kind of didn't end up going with that because I had so many other things as well. And it turns out we're really. Uh, Terrible. Dumb. Yeah, all of those words at following mm-hmm. directions because Lucy wanted us to do one thing or two things and we definitely decided option five. Yeah. We also had a habit of any time we met an NPC we would say, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mainly because Lucy plays NPCs very suspiciously. No, I don't. There's, no, okay. There's something about Lucy's voice that whenever we do games where like there's a, <laughs> there's a figure that has to lie... I'm immediately suspicious of Lucy every time, even though she's like most of the time probably ninety percent innocent. Okay. I'm just here's, I here's hear her thing. say something and I go, she's the fucking werewolf or she's the fucking imposter. Uh, we we play Among Us a fair bit. I have been the <laughs> imposter that... three times total in my entire life. One of those games we got disconnected in forty five seconds. Hmm. One of them we voted. I got voted out so much. <laughs> So much. It's, it's wild. And we play like a lot of board games and stuff. You guys just constantly think I'm lying and it's so unfair. Here's, here's the it's thing. Just, I don't here's know. The thing. And I think I've cracked the code. Hmm. Lucy's normal voice and Lucy's serious game voice are so different that it feels like Lucy's lying. Because when Lucy's normally talking, she's very free-flying. Mm. When she's playing a game, her cadence changes to, I would never do something like that. So then it, I love you could board not games catch so much. Being a murderer. So I love then, games so much. I keep I really into them. think... That I saw somebody vent. I was so angry the time you guys thought I was the robber in Catan. That was bullshit. <laughs> Wait. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the little grey figurine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always suspected it was you. I was, I was so happy with that joke. I didn't even pay attention to see if you guys laughed or not. I was just real happy with myself. Yes. I so that, I guess that just translated to your NPCs, and we didn't trust a single fucking one of them. No! Yeah. <laughs> except, for the, except for the weasel in the tree. Mm. We'll get to the tree. I think it's... I think the tree. Re- yeah, we'll get... Bella. He doesn't remember. He would have been drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's... You could say that about all of it. Anyway. <laughs> so you guys left on. Yeah. You fought some... Um, hyenas. Hyenas? Yeah, and I tried to befriend one, and it bit me, so I killed it. <laughs> yeah. That was really the beginning of the end for all of us. <laughs> oh, cute. Ow. Yeah. Oliver was pretty Your strong. first murder. Murder. <laughs> you also... There was one that was like limping away, so you fucking skinned it or something. Yeah. Room to grow. Cut cut its legs off and then I... went, it's part of the battlefield, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... I was kind of like very intentional about having the hyena bite you, not like befriend you or anything, because you guys were going to get... You guys were going to encounter like more creatures that you could choose to fight or not, and I wanted you guys to be really thinking about it, not just immediately going to befriend them or Undertale. No, I've never played. That's just like Undertale. <laughs> so you guys got to Mattoon. Yeah. That was the next locale where people were getting unwell. And you guys met... Brick. 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 And Brick. the old man. Brick. And the old man. <laughs> um, so Mattoon is... Because, yeah, I, I, I should preface this. All of these were based on Unsolved Mysteries. All of them. A lot of pieces were based on Unsolved Mysteries. Or, like, Mysteries... The TV show? No, uh, just mysteries in general. Um, a lot of them I learned about from Jackson Bailey, Spooks America. This is your um, this is your ad. This is listen, listen to Jackson Bailey, Spooks America. Anyway, <laughs> but there was a couple times Sponsored. where 
I wasn't. Sub for sub. I learned about it from a place that wasn't there, and then they would do an episode on it like two months later, and I was just like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> like, just before we fin- like we did the last session for Sprint, they put up an episode about um, Betty and Barney Hill. Funny. Which is unfair. Anyway. Well, to be fair, there's only six unsolved mysteries left in the world, so. Yeah. No, there are so many. One of them is about the tsunami in the, my house. Yeah. Tommy with the tap on. Now there's only five left. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> and, then there's, and then there's the one about how I can't find my knife when I'm looking for the toast brusher. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, you guys. I reckon we leave it at that. You, you got to return. We did. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. I just realized that I couldn't think of the word what for a mean? knife, so I called it a toast brusher. But I you just said knife as well. And so like, in my head I was like... Wow. I couldn't find the knife when I was looking for the... What was that word I used earlier? Yeah. What was it? Oh, toast brusher. Anyway. Yeah. I think um, Matone was where, where we got really fucking confused because uh, everything was wrong. And then we just went, oh. and We kind of went, fuck this shit, we're out. So we were so fucking lost. And that was why we spent like, I think, because you cut that down from like six hours to one. No, it wasn't. You guys are being very dramatic. I cut it down <laughs> from two hours to one, which is only a little bit higher than the ratio of what I usually cut. Fifth, the, the other 50% of it was us just going... <laughs> there was a point where Charlie actually just stopped talking through the middle of it and went... Uh-huh. <laughs> I like imagine I, I was just swapping between the two voices, not contributing anything helpful <laughs> to the plot. I it couldn't was, smell. The thing is, there wasn't much to figure out. You guys just needed to do anything. The issue That's was... Right, you got really angry because you went outside to look at something and I smelt it from inside or whatever. <laughs> so I said that I couldn't smell, yeah. 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 My, uh, I think, I think, I'm going to say the reason why we confu- we're confused. We got there expecting to see a guard's tower and Biddy and Barney. And they both weren't there and Charlie thought they had gone there. So our, all our information and in our heads were scrambled. So we were sitting there going, but if there was a guard's tower here, then where did it go? And there's something in the mountain and there's something going on. And we thought that the whole town was lying to us. And it didn't help the fact that you sounded like a suspicious little woman. Yeah. Or that I... Or that I <laughs> That's actually my favourite sequel to uh, one of my favourite movies. Suspicious Little Woman. Follows just a little woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, doesn't help that I was also lying about having been to these places as yeah. well. Mm. Yeah, I, think I was the only fact. person telling the truth. Oliver was so lost. Um, Bamba so was yeah. telling the truth. Room to grow, I guess, is a truth in some ways. Well, he was like, you know, there's supposed to be people here and there ain't. Mm. Anyway, so you guys got to Mattoon. Mattoon uh, was a town in America um, ages ago. I mean, I think it's still a town. What <laughs> state? And I don't know. Um, Hampshire. Liquid. <laughs> Constant despair. And so uh, there was a guy going around um, gassing people. And it never killed anybody. It would just like make people sick and then pass out. And then they'd wake up and they'd be fine. But it was happening a lot. Um, and there were like footprints found outside someone's house. And there was like a hole found in somebody's car. Mm. After like people were like gassing people and they were getting unwell. I think this was Charlie going, I've heard this on the dollar. Yep. (laughs) Hey, Charlie, you have. Yep. (laughs) Mattoon is a city in Illinois. (laughs) Oh, you did not. Illinois. Um, and so, yeah, that's. Yeah, I heard that on the dollar. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, that's kind of what I based, like, bits and pieces of that on. Um, Brick wasn't 
gonna hurt you guys or anything. I just wanted a spare pair of hands on your journey and you guys refused. Didn't need it. Wanted to um, kill. I would not have needed it. I think we asked her to come along, but she was the city's main healer. Like, yeah, we asked her to come along. You guys... but, after, but that was after we'd already ruined her life and stuff. <laughs> yeah, true. that was after... And threatened to kill her a couple times. Did super want to kill her. Did we, did... We, we got in the cart and I think all of us said, yeah, we were going to kill you, but we wanted to go in cart. Uh, uh, then after that was um, the Plumer's Pass, which was yeah. based on the Dyatlov Pass. Plumer's Crack. I knew I could shut up. I knew I couldn't use uh, Dietlov because Tom knows about that, and we've been talking about it like a week before. What is Dietlov? Um, it is I'm a. I'm gonna guess here and say that it's an unsolved mystery. You nailed it. it you was, solved it. Uh, it was a pass. I want to say in Russia, but I think I'm wrong. Dietlov. Um, that sounds Russian. Yeah, it sounds Russian. But if you do it in and a Russian accent, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, and a group of students uh, went up there on like a wee camping trip and all like passed away and they don't know why one of the main one of the main goes was that there was a small avalanche and they died of paradoxal undressing which is when you get hypothermia like so quickly and suddenly your brain gets scrambled and thinks you're getting really really hot Mm. Um, and that is a big old killer and yeah that's like one of the going theories and there's a few other a lot of them are like super paranormal and there was a movie about it as well are you sure you didn't talk to charlie about this and not me no i've talked to you about this i know you're none know. of this rings I, you, I know you, you talked about this when we finished the spring campaign you told us about it tom and i were talking about it a week beforehand oh. as well. i think as we go through each of these mysteries it's based on we solve them yeah, so real quick solution for this one. I don't think it was hypothermia. I, I think, think they was... all headbutted each other at the That's same time. That's what I was going to say. They all hit a tree real hard and went... Well, I guess it's got to be true then. Yeah. Did, did um, you ever think we were going to make it through Plumer's Pass? Or was your plan to always have us I, be losers and turn back? I didn't think you guys were going to. It was going to get like more and more toxic as you went up. But you guys mm. were going to find out more and more about Elizabeth, who you had made at the end, if you guys kept going. And yeah, but the zombies were going to be kind of like a constant threat because they're dead and they can get up. And that's, yeah. I was hoping that we get, we would uh, get a TPKO and Lucy would have to go, okay, now who can I give the book to? <laughs> it's, yeah, if you guys had done that, I think my sneaking suspicion, like my vague idea was I was going to make you guys um, Betty, Barney and somebody else. And Jonathan. And um, Fred Flintstone. Something like that. And then, the like from that, I don't know, you guys would have done something. I would have figured something out. <laughs> We'd have just come um, back as undead. Could have been a possibility. I had, I had, a, I had a few ideas, you know, bouncing around. Nah, I'd hate that. Um, I'd hate to play anyone undead. That sucks. That's lame. <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, and yeah. So the other thing with like how I dealt with unsolved mysteries and kind of the sense was, I would take like the base idea for a mystery and then I would come up for a really ridiculous reason as to why it was happening, and that's kind of what I did in the world. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. how it happens in real life, really, because a lot of unsolved mysteries, they just the only reason they're unsolved is because the people who are trying to solve them are fucking stupid. They're like, oh, a dead guy washed up on the beach? Uh, must be a Russian spy. And actually, it's just some go- some girl's crackhead dad. You know, like, there's always something going on, you know? Why is he a dad? Don has a hot take on unsolved mysteries. Yeah. I just think I... a lot of them are fucking bogus sometimes. Like, some yeah. of them are very much like, oh, I wonder who did that. Like, the gas guy? Who did that? But I, there's one, I love this one about a dude who sh- he washes up on a beach dead in Australia and they spent ages trying to figure out who it is. I love the story and all of the like mystery behind it's amazing. But there's so many theories that just, to me, it's almost like, maybe this dude was just a crackhead. Hmm. 
who died. Anyway. And he had a daughter. <laughs> and he had a daughter. <laughs> also, I keep forgetting to name the episodes as we go. Uh, we had Heart to Heart, ha- uh, Hyenas and Harry. I really struggled to say that. Heart to Heart, Hyenas and Harry. The Sickness of Mattoon. Um, and that was the the Gasser of Mattoon, I think is what the original statement was. Like, mm. the title of it is. Um, hey, look, Ogre there. There's no, there's no joke. There's no, like, interesting stuff about that. Made how, me giggle. How do you? I you wrote it. That was a fun pun I made. You, you wrote it, and I love it, but there's no, there's no, like, oh, this is why this is called this. Well, it's called that because there was I an ogre it. in the episode. Mm. Oh. oh. Yeah, I, I know Charlie was confused, because I really was too, but then I read the, the description of the episode. I don't listen to Season Quest. Me neither. Neither, really. I, I edit it, it, and then I don't listen to it again. Wait, I mean, people... why would we? We're here. People can hear this. <laughs> oh no! You guys can hear me. Just you, uh, you three sitting in front of me. Nah. Sometimes um, it feels like Lucy's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. I didn't like that. Um. Anyway, you guys made your way back to Matoon and yeah. carried on to Givadon after a really long fucking time. <laughs> after a while. And At this we, point, we're on episode five. Oh, can we just quickly talk about the fucking uh, horse we <laughs> tried to steal? <laughs> Oh yeah, the the conscious horse, and then, yeah, because you could speak with animals, I made it talk back to you, because that's how speak with animals work, and then you got really scared about (laughs) sentience. And then I let it free. Yeah, it was nice. I think Oliver, one of my favourite parts about Oliver, was his blind ignorance to the world, which, it's really fun to play characters who don't know anything about nothing, because they'll be going out into the world, and they'll be like, oh, what's fire? Oh, that's a hot thing? Great. Weren't you 400 years old? Yeah, but I lived inside a tower for fucking half of that, and then for the rest of it I was working at a university teaching biology. (laughs) I was not fucking advanced. (laughs) Teaching biology at a university, not advanced. (laughs) All professors have to learn fire hot. Yeah, but like, let's let's think about this. This is like medieval times. Biology wouldn't have been that complicated. Yeah, it would have been plant green. (laughs) And he was replaced by a weasel who seemed to teach the class better. Yeah, well, and I I died. No one gave a shit, so... That's true. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Yeah, then we had horsing around and Jivadon bound. Yeah, that's the horse. That was the horse we're talking about. I just said it. Um, You guys had like a long rest around this point and you met one of my favorite cryptids in the world. Um, I don't remember who met up. Probably... Me. It was Tom. Yeah, because yeah, I'm the one who missed the ice century rest. Um, and it was a... Why can't I remember what it's called? Mothman. Ningen. No. You keep saying that, but it's not. Ningen. It was um, my darling, Ningen. my darling little friend. Bakugan. No, Ningen. It's, a, it's like a seal with legs. <laughs> it's so Ooh, cute. I love That's them. a dog. Let me find a picture. <laughs> For That's those listening at home, Google Ningen to see Tom's favorite cryptid. N i n g e n. My second favorite cryptid. For those wondering, is the Loveland Frogman. I like ones that are silly. <laughs> oh, I love them. <laughs> That's not a dog. Um, I've remembered it now. The Fresno Nightcrawler. And, oh, that's right. Um, they're they're big, long creatures with two legs, and I love them so much. They're puppets. And for you guys sitting here, they this is a drawing of one, but it looks that's what they. Oh, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's what they look like. Oh, wait, it does look a lot like it's your a tall seal one. It does. Yeah. It's um, a ningen, but skinny. <laughs> yeah, they're like tall, thin. She like, ain't thick, though. Tall, thin, pale creatures with just kind of two legs and two eyes. And that's kind of their whole deal. And they just wander. And I love them so much. And they're called Fresno Nightcrawlers. And I love them so much. I was going to base my campaign around cryptids. And then we played Spring. And it was very... <laughs> 
uh, like mystery encrypted stuff. So I just like speak at the microphone. I'm looking at the rain. <laughs> uh, so I got I, I kind of felt like I, I couldn't do that. So I had to change everything. It's yeah. The you thing ruined is, Tom's campaign. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, you you mentioned this like just before we're about to start spring, and I came up with this plan. Uh, 2019. Cool. <laughs> Within a week of coming up with season quest, I was just like mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> My two favorite things, and I felt real bad because then immediately, like immediately after that, I moved in with Tom and Charlie and would start to talk about unsolved mysteries, but I couldn't really get into it because I had all of them in my campaign. And then once we finished doing spring, Tom and I sat down for about three hours and talked about unsolved mysteries <laughs> and it rolled. We did it a lot actually. Lucy and I were friends because this was after Charlie had moved out, and so Lucy and I were friends. <laughs> Lucy and I Charlie was no Charlie. longer the wedge between their friendship. <laughs> yeah. Every time they started to talk, I'd be like, no. Nah. If, if me and Lucy had a private conversation, Charlie would walk in and kick one of us in the jaw until we stopped. It's, yeah, and even if we were just like talking in the living room, we'd be talking to each other. Charlie would stand right in between us, face one of us, and just start a different conversation. <laughs> and he would get really close to your face. And because I have ADD, it would just, I'd change turns so quick. I wouldn't even be. <laughs> I'd be done. Yeah, you, you I'm, I'm already in the other conversation. I don't even know. I, who's Lucy? Anyway, weird wolves and wild magic. This was the, this was the, I was going to say this is the first fun part of the campaign. This was the first Thomas. like super awesome, really cool where I went, whoa, holy shit, this is awesome part of the campaign because it was the first time where there was like, it felt like we had a mystery in the world because the other mysteries, we were there, we saw them. But the we mysteries couldn't. were kind of happening around you. And this you one, didn't this one, dig into it. We you couldn't were, solve the other mysteries. Yeah, but these the ones we solved. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We also had wild magic starting yeah. at this point. This, this is the episode where Lucy lied, lied about how wild magic worked, lied. and blatantly said <laughs> that it was only activated by rolling a twenty. And then was activated by both 1s and 20s. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I accidentally did something that I was planning on doing. Because I was going to have it move to 1s and 20s. Um, but just immediately after Givadon, not mm-hmm. during it. And I just forgot. Yeah. Because um, they were separated by sessions. Because fun fact, we don't sit down and do all of Season Quest at once. Could you imagine us sitting down and recording like 13, 14 hours worth of Season Quest? I that would rather would die. We're doing a 24-hour live stream uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I have work. Me too. That's a shame. Great, it's just me sitting at home on, on the live. Oh Sorry. no, Charlie's, I'm taking a camera with me. Charlie's not working. I'm very busy. Doing but not hanging out with me. Beers to drink and people to kill. <laughs> um. Yeah. What you what you guys did Givadon? <laughs> what mystery was this based on? Let's it solve was, this one. The based on the Beast of Givadon, which is a story about a town called Givadon in France. And there was a bunch of wolf attacks, or werewolf attacks. They were saying it was like this giant wolf or werewolf, and they didn't really know which. Um, And there was a kind of like going idea about it was the, I think it was king at the time. Um, Like I'm trying to think of who would be in charge. Duke. Duke, maybe. Something along the lines of that. Um, Their sister or daughter, like was going around killing people and they made up the wolf stuff to cover it. So I just combined the two of them. You remember, yeah. you remember the mayor? So I think in reality mayor. it was that dude's dog. And I think in reality it was a werewolf because werewolves are real. The dog was a werewolf. Mystery solved. The dog was a werewolf. <laughs> I, I think we didn't solve it to the next episode. We're solving the real life one though. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like we didn't solve it till the no, next episode. We, no, we didn't solve it till like so episode we, nine. We should have named the episode "One Night Penultimate Werewolf." <laughs> <laughs> 
That was that was the other thing about this. I based it on the card game Werewolves or Mafia, depending on how you play it. Where like every like it's like a party game. Everyone gets a card, and some people are werewolves, and some people are the mayor or a cop or whatever else, or a hunter. Mm. You guys killed my hunter. Yeah. I okay. Did. Don't say you guys. We didn't do anything. Yeah. Troy, you <laughs> killed my hunter. He. Yeah, I I discovered killing from. <laughs> from from uh, Bazaar and Oliver's point of view, <laughs> suddenly Hunter got really nice, and then he was dead. Yeah, it was it was a real shame, because I also very nearly escaped. Hunter nearly walked out of there he with did. two health points, and then you like came up behind him and killed him, which yeah. was tragic. So I came into that session being extra chaotic, and yeah, Hunter died. I took his place for a while, I laid mm. some groundwork for wanting to burn down a hospital, you know, the usual stuff. You also laid some groundwork for, like, you're like, oh, Maya, charge. Definitely don't trust the people that have joined. Yeah. Definitely I, don't. Yeah, I definitely I turned the town against us. They were already kind of against us. No. It Everyone was meant to be, is. like, an alibi kind of thing. Like, they'd be like, ah, well, they wouldn't be dumb enough to tell us not to trust them, so... Yeah, but it's, none of it made sense. It was so funny. Yeah. Very, very much uh, Troy not think. Very much, yeah. but it was so on brand for your character as it well. It was, and I think it created some enjoyable moments. It was very funny. Um, this was also Bazaar and Oliver's bonding moments. It we was had, really nice. It was room to grow. Room to grow. We smoked weed together. We did big did. kisses. Did we? No. You should have. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so what my plan for Hunter was, and this is so annoying, because you did what I wanted you to do. I wanted you guys to kill him, just not quite yet. Um, so, with the hangings and stuff that were happening each day, I wanted you guys to end up getting really suspicious of Hunter mm. and vote him off. Because in Werewolves or Mafia, the Hunter's power is if they get voted off, they get to kill whoever they were voting for. Mm. So I was going to have him vote for a werewolf, you guys get super suspicious and like kill him off, and like all of a sudden he draws out his bow and he like strikes like a killing blow into this person's head, gets killed immediately. And when both bodies collapse to the ground, Hunter stays the same, and the other body, which would have been a werewolf, like, all the fur kind of comes out, how I described it in, in the actual episode. Mm. And you guys would have been like, oh, yeah. whoops, and that was going to be really fun for me. When we were choosing... That was, that was my dream. But then you learn, players are chaotic. Yeah, that was the dream, and it was very tragic. And then, yeah, the next two episodes were Destructive Detectives and Suspicious Subs... Suspicious Suspects and Big Upsets. It's really difficult to say our episode titles. <laughs> Only Spring. Yeah, mainly Spring. I had a lot of fun coming up with names. Um, Troy burnt down a hospital. I did burn down a hospital. I enjoyed it. Good <laughs> and, and, and you know what? So did Nick Kidman. Nick Kidman also burnt down a hospital. <laughs> it was so weird that you wanted to do that. I looked for evidence and I didn't find any, so I had to, you know, like when you steal a car, you know, Lucy, when you steal a car. Yeah, so and, when I steal a car. And then you have to. Because A, I steal and B, I can drive. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, you know, when you finish with the car, you have to burn it out. Like, that's that's yeah. what they do. That's the rule. That's what you do. That was the moment when Oliver turned on the party and went depressed mode. I'd said to Lucy beforehand. This is when Oliver's going to go back to his basics. He's back to the way he was before we, bef when I planned get him. And then immediately Troy burnt down a hospital and I just <laughs> went... <laughs> and then asked you guys to lie on my behalf. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I was you having... You broke Oliver. Yeah, I did. It was so funny. Uh, and then he died. On that note, Anna asks, who is the most chaotic player? 
Oh, that's a great question. It depends on the situation. It depends on the character they're playing. I think um, Nick Kidman or Harry Shaft was the most chaotic character we've ever had. One of had. those two, girl. Um, you know, one and the same. Two halves of the same <laughs> hole. That's probably the most chaotic character we've ever had. The most chaotic person is the th- us three. The boys. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely the, the boys. <laughs> um, because, I'm, I'm a little more classical when I play, uh, what can I say? Okay, but but I would say we're all summer, chaotic in different right? ways. Mm. Because... Troy, when it when he's playing D&D, he's very chaotic. He's going to kill an NPC that's super important or whatever. He's going to be like, hey, you're a child? Oh, here's a cliff. Fuck you, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to betray the party, whatever. Charlie just likes to add little silly twists on his characters to make them do crazy stuff. And like, I'm yeah, more... you want it to be like super Australian bard, but also mm. he's not a bard. Don't tell anyone he's a bard. He's yeah. more of a sword guy. Uh, and then my character, my, my way, I, I'm not really a chaotic D&D player so much as I'm just a chaotic person who likes to spit <laughs> in people's drinks and draw penis penguins on people's character sheets. So, yeah, you know. I, I don't think I'm very chaotic, like, in any sense of it. I'm just quite stupid, which really sometimes transfers. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, it should be called Stupid Quest. That's genius. That's genius, Tom. That's genius. Stupid Sis? Okay, anyway. <laughs> and yeah, and then, Oliver Oliver passed away. Yeah, and actually, relevant, Cyan asked, what is it like for a character to die, both as a player and as the other people? How do you, the other players who, who have the, watched the character die, and the DM, who is the reason the character died? Shall we start with you, yeah. the character? I kind of hated Oliver. yeah you got real upset when you weren't as good as you wanted to be yeah i think my issue with oliver was i'm the kind of guy who like i love to heavy plan out characters and come up with tons of like interesting backstory and tidbits and stuff like that and oliver had a bunch of that stuff but i don't think any of it's super translated so he just came across as kind of a weird wood guy yeah I wasn't happy when he died. I still liked him and I was just getting on track with the character again and making him like doing the character development I wanted. But when he did die, it freed me up to do whatever the fuck I wanted. So this time, my next character, I didn't even like Axel. I didn't even write a backstory for him. I made it up as we played and that was really fun. Old dude who is a boat guy. Yeah, fuck it. His (laughs) husband's dead. He has a husband, first of all. His husband's dead. (laughs) Got eaten by a sea monster, I guess. Because, yeah, the only, the only thing I had was I, was I was like, oh, for your new character, I would love it if this is how you got introduced. Yeah, because I wanted um, to be a frogman, but Lucy said no. The only, my <laughs> only thing was I didn't want to, like, quite get into the crazy absurd stuff. I wanted to yeah. step out of the ocean and go, hello, everybody. Oh, that would have been such a perfect John Mulaney moment when he slaps his big frog-like feet on the table and he goes, I'm John Mulaney. And, like, what if my frog character also did that? And we're going to stop talking to Tom now. What are Can you, you put how do you French guys... people in your campaign? Yeah, sure. Sweet. Are you going to be French? No. Uh, how did you guys feel about Oliver, Oliver Garn? Yeah, also around this point, Bezra just started freaking out about um, all, of, all of the like very unlawful killings. Or technically yeah. lawful, but not <laughs> very was, lawful. This was when Bezra started to... This was when Bazza was. This was when Bazza to... moved into his room to grow. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the room. He did care. Yeah, he was sad. Charlie wasn't sad. The death happened right at the end of a session, and the next session, like, so at the end of that session, we were distraught. Like, it was like, holy shit, this just happened. I can't wait for listeners to see and witness this. 
And by the time we next recorded, it had been like two weeks and we did not care anymore. <laughs> and I realized halfway through that episode that he died. And that was why Tom was playing a new character. So I just, I decided I was angry at Oliver for dying. Yeah, you didn't, you don't process your grief very well, huh? No, it's because no. I'd forgotten I had very, grief. Very numb about it and then suddenly anger. You, you were like, <laughs> the five stages of grief. Okay, I'll skip all of them but anger. <laughs> and then I'll move into acceptance eventually. Yeah, mm. uh, you know, that common step, identity fraud. We'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> the, other, the other thing that happened with Baza is... Um, Theft. Baza... Baza... Uh, had that moment where it was like the fallen soldier sort of thing and like made me made me into a statue and stuff like that and used mending and all that oh true that was like really everyone funny. respect him yeah and you got your friend beauty yeah oh yeah oh yeah the little wolf shit dog yeah kick it Don't no kick it. <laughs> i was so excited little puppy for a roof <laughs> that yeah. puppy that right. we definitely remembered for every episode. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, it it was... didn't, we didn't fi- almost forget about it for the finale. I <laughs> forgot about it every waking moment of season quest. I, the thing is, I only made it a puppy because then you wouldn't want to use it in combat because I didn't want to kill a dog. <laughs> the only reason I didn't use beauty in combat was because I never remembered that beauty existed. <laughs> I definitely would have. Yeah, no puppy or no Charlie would kill <laughs> would a dog. Would you really have? Yeah. I would have made the stats so low, though. Yeah. yeah, Charlie would kill a dog. I think... That's so Charlie wouldn't funny. kill a dog. All of us would kill a dog in D&D. Except for you. Yeah. And, yeah. Fun and that... fact. The first character I ever played, I was going to be a rogue who did a bunch of stealing and stuff. And, like, I got kicked out of my last party because I stole all their shit. Um, but then I just got too scared. And I didn't like being evil and, like, mm. taking from my friends. So Which I just is... stole from other people. And then we really, bullied really you all the time. Being <laughs> evil. And then I adopted a platypus and I fell in love. We also bullied Lucy a lot. And then it got deleted from the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy as well. Whatever his name was. You took everything from me. Yeah. And you don't even know who I am. I don't know why I remember that quote. I showed you how to be evil. You're so... (laughs) Yeah, he was trying to draw it out of you. You messed with me so much during that campaign. When I DM, I, I usually latch on to the person who responds the most to being messed with and mess with them further. I like. It's um, so sad. I like to. I like to think about what each character needs to make them do what they want to do. So sometimes uh, punting a character into <laughs> oblivion is just what they need. I was a halfling and they kept kicking me. I like being DM so I can gaslight my friends. Um and yeah, you guys, you guys left it on and you went to um the went to Stilt Town first. No, you guys went to the railroad. Got in the whip. Went to Stilt Town. Uh, I wouldn't call it a railroad. I'd call it a rail water. So you guys went it was to the like, rail water? Um, Is it Spirit a- Away. Okay. It was. It's What it's really, really, really like is the Herrick, Bur- Herrick? The Harris Burdick Mysteries, which is my favorite mystery, and it's not true. <laughs> which yeah. I think is very funny. Wait, what part isn't true? That is your favorite mystery? No, the mystery. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. not a mystery. <laughs> it's not a mystery. It's just a story, but I love the story a lot. Um, there was this guy who went to a, like, publishing house, and he had a bunch of, like, books. Um, he had, a, he had with him only, like, the titles and, like, a line from it and the cover of the books. And he gave them to the guy in charge there, and he was like, I, I'm a writer, I've done these, like, illustrations for them as well, and these are the titles. I would really love it if you guys, like, publish my work. And they were like, yes, this is cool, and we love it, would, would love to see all your stories and stuff. And he went, cool, I'll bring them in tomorrow, like, keep, hold on to these, I'll bring in all the stories tomorrow. And then he left and he was never seen again or never heard of again and no one ever saw anything more of him. Oh. So it's just the cover. Let's solve this one. 
It's not real. It's not real. Uh, I can solve it. The author of the book wrote a book called The Herrick Burdick's Mysteries, wherein he made up that story to sell the book. Wow. It's he also the author like has written a bunch of stuff. He's um, very cool. Cool author. Hank Green. Jiminy Cricket. Uh what else did Jan you write? Jan Goodman. <laughs> Alright, everyone say your favorite author at once. Three, two, one. Nancy Polinsky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I think I remember what he wrote. Jumanji. Mm. <laughs> the Jack Black movie? No. He, no, he wrote the, he the, wrote the book. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That was R.L. Stein. <laughs> he wrote he wrote the book and um also the Polar Expo- Express is the other mm. one. Oh. The creepiest uncanny valley of movies. Yeah, but he, again the book. <laughs> what does the kid say when he turns around in the train? Fuck. The, the I want hot chocolate because I'm a little kid. You don't know anything about trains. I can't get you to tell me about the train. About the train. That's right. Anyway. Another mystery solved. <laughs> That's my favorite mystery. Uh, the... the kid from Polar Express. No, I ask you will learn secrets beyond your comprehension. <laughs> the Harrisburg mystery is my favorite mystery, even though it's not true. And I'm going to get a tattoo of it at some point. I'm going to get a tattoo um, of these nuts. <laughs> and this was, this was High Stakes and King Lake. Um, King Lake is a reference to kind of an unsolved mystery, but it's not. Um, it's, was it solved? No, yeah. it's just... it's. <laughs> there was this place called King Lake, and they weren't sure what to call it, so they called it King Lake. <laughs> so it's uh, the host of Jackson Bailey Spooks America, Jackson Bailey, once thinks he saw a ghost horse. And this was where it happened, at King Lake. <laughs> and right. so it's just a wee nod to that. Um, and so then headless horseman. No, he did. He Little just, Red Riding Hood. I just don't think he saw a horse. That's <laughs> my, my going theory. Is that is that our solve? I think he, that's, that's our I, solution. That's what I think. I just think he didn't see it. He saw a horse. He didn't. I just don't think he saw a horse at he all. He saw but, a tree. Yeah, I think he saw a tree because it was night. Solution. <laughs> the description for the episode you're talking about now, high stakes in King Lake, is so not a description. What is it? In this episode of Season Quest, our heroes have a big struggle. Will they all get through? Will they find out who's who? Will there be an odd amount of character interaction? Find out on Season Quest. That sucks. Did I write that? I don't know. That doesn't give us any that kind of... That sucks. I usually write way better. I feel like... I usually that's, write that's, way that's, that's better. That's Lucy's, that's Lucy's that. normal pre-built one for like when she just doesn't... Like, <laughs> and then she the just the the <laughs> sent it by accident. I don't want to that's so bad i write way better uh, <laughs> descriptions in that fuck I, I think it was just because we wanted to be vague because it was the episode where oliver died. officially died and was brought back as another character Thank yeah because he died in uh he died <laughs> he died midway through the episode <laughs> i think my favorite description i've ever written is the one before that season quest our heroes shift the blame will they find a good culprit will they follow leads will they shift the blame <laughs> yeah you wanted it twice i thought it was really it made me laugh a Were lot you on drugs for those two all of my descriptions follow the same kind of format so you can tell if i write it or if trey writes it because my descriptions are always this week on season quest no no our that, heroes something 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 that's basically what it is for every single mm. episode yeah and, and the Troy's ones are always like the no, Troy's ones same. always go like in this wet episode of scenes, <laughs> they always start that way. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. So um, weird because none of them are that wet. So, so the way they go is uh, this week on Season Quest, our heroes will do something, and that's three questions, and then find out on Season Quest. 
this this the final season, Tom season. Me and Charlie. The final season. Me and Tom. I mean, I said me and Charlie. <laughs> me and Tom are going to write the descriptions. That's true. No. And here's how every description is going to go. This week on Season Quest, Charlie says a slur. I, I retract. <laughs> Charlie says a slur, or does he? Anyway. <laughs> that would get people clicking. Because they would go, they'd be listening to the whole thing, like, where does he say the slur? And then it's like, well, he didn't. Um, yeah, so you guys got on, you guys got on the railroad, headed over to Stockland. Railwater, sorry. Introduction of Axel. Axel. And Stilt Town. Stilt Town. Stilt, that's what it was called, not Stilt Town. Which is why. Stumpland, didn't you? Yeah, it's because that's what Tom said earlier. No, <laughs> I said Stilt Town. I know what it's called. Stump Ball originated. Can I tell you why I called it Stilt Town? Because I was I just started replaying Dead Cells, and there's a place in there called something like uh, this. What is Dead Cells? It's a video game. It's called like the Stilts or some shit like that. And so I was thinking about that when I was thinking about where my character would live, because it's this like disgusting, like gut, like. It's in the it's floating on the ocean on the stilts. And there's like disgusting like fish creatures everywhere with one eyes that want to eat you. And when I was thinking about where my character would live, I was like, yeah, that's perfect. And what's a video game? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a digital game. Ah, cool. Another mystery solved. <laughs> uh, and talking about the unsolved mystery of Stilt Town, Axel's chair on the roof. A lot of people were asking us about that in the comments. They were going, what is that? We had like a hundred questions. About that, questions. Yeah. And so we're just gonna answer them all right here, guys. The chair on the roof was a joke. Wasn't real. Wasn't real. Uh, it obviously real in the game, not real in real I, life. Yeah, we didn't I've have got, a chair. I've we got didn't actually really have a bad chair. news for a lot of this. None of this stuff's real, guys. What? Not you our guys, friendship. Yeah, that's the biggest lie of them all. I um, drove you home. <laughs> thank you. Troy didn't fuck my wife. <laughs> no. We found that out in the episode. No, no, no. no. Troy fucked your wife. Kidman <laughs> 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 <Kidman> didn't. <laughs> Similar, not the same. Yeah. Um, there actually was an unsolved mystery around that. There was something in the lake. Oh yeah, do, do, the Loch Ness do, do, monster. Do, do, do. Several fish. Um, something so, that ate my fucking husband. Every season. Every season, including the Q and A's. Can't wait for um, autumn. Oh, I can. <laughs> anyway, so a lot of lakes have their own Nessie, and they're often just something assy, and I think it's very funny. Kingy. So yeah, that's just kissy. <laughs> kissy. Okay, there was kissy in the lake, <laughs> and, and it kissed your husband and stole him. Yeah, and he didn't die from Lake Lake Champlain. I think it's like Champy or something. Probably. Yeah. Champy wants to paint. <laughs> <laughs> and what a so yeah. Movie. <laughs> True. Get down, but on the podcast, probably. <laughs> so yeah, something in the lake. There was. Um, there was going to be a couple more mysteries around there that I... Oh, had no, to I cut out. I, yeah. I had so many <laughs> ideas. Right. For, I had so many ideas for stuff I wanted to do. Say some of them. And then um, you remembered it was episode 10. My question is, say some of them. I wanted to do uh, the Norwegian Spiral Anomaly, which I didn't do. The what? Norwegian uh, Spiral Anomaly. So yeah. that's the holes in the wall, but they make you go spin. <laughs> um, okay, Lizzie? There was a big old spiral of just like light above... Um, Norway once and it looked like a big old like searchlight sort of thing but it was spinning and yeah they don't know what did it and there are videos of it alright so let's solve this one it was northern lights this is just what it looks like big old spiral in the sky this is a terrible video there are better ones I promise that looks like a Marvel movie it actually was like it's a real thing (laughs) it's a real thing I'm gonna surreptitiously guess northern lights yeah I'm locking it in Wild. Hmm. Just a big old spiral. A weather like Aurora David Boreanaz. <laughs> there, was a, there was a quote from Jermaine Clement recently, and he said, uh, he said, 
yeah, I, one time I went out and I thought I saw a UFO, so I told my auntie and she said that I was full of shit. But, and, and then later on I was like, nah, it's probably just a weather balloon. But then I thought to myself, I've never seen a weather balloon in my <laughs> life. I don't know if that's right. It's always a weather balloon. Um, I don't think weather balloons are real. I think they're just an excuse to make up the fact that we think that UFOs are more real yeah. than weather balloons. True. I was going to include the Happy Valley Dream <laughs> Survey. I didn't. Basically, there was... It was also a relatively recent one. There was... All of like these posters put up a bunch of towns being like, have you had weird dreams recently? Um, the main one it was in was Happy Valley, although there was a couple other places. Uh, call this number. And if you call the number, it's just like really cryptic. And you have to ask like the right question, which I think is just what's the right question. And it gives you like some digits. And if you look it up, something fuck ha- fucked happens. I don't really remember this one. Um, that's why I didn't include it in the end, because I didn't have enough details to we think of something. We also don't have Google. All right, try to solve this one. Uh, yeah, you're the only one who's solved a single mystery so far. Oh. Just the only other thing I remember is people thought the world was going to end on the 5th of March. Use that in your year. solution. Anyway. People think the year is going to end every year. Go on. Well, the 5th of March is obviously an anagram of March 5th. Of. And. <laughs> okay. No, no, he's got a point. He's yeah, got a yeah. point. Uh, he's not wrong. Happy Valley is actually. Wait, wait. Can you be quick about it because we're actually no. on time crunch. Uh, the 5th of March is March 5th, foe. Fuck, you're right. Shit. Uh, yeah. And the, I've cracked the cat. The phone calls. No, I don't know. Anyway. Sorry, <laughs> Can I, cr- I cracked this mystery right, yeah, right Tom, now. Tom has it. When I was in high school, me and my friends made a group chat where we had, did a telekinesis project where we all shared our dreams every day until we had the same dream. And we all had the same dream one night. And I think everyone had that dream. And it was actually us that set that up. This is not a lie. Uh, the end of it was the first part not a lie real fact me and my friends had the same dream because we were sharing each other's dreams so much in a group chat so Tom's shitty group of boys made that happen oh that's fun me and nine other people anyway sharing um, our dreams every day putting a camel if we forgot it Happy Valley's got to call Tom's butt (laughs) (laughs) so sorry I knew that's what you were going to say earlier as well hello Happy Valley (laughs) yeah it's me the guy with the dreams (laughs) what do you mean 4.9 TT google it this is the Polar Express. <laughs> what the fuck? That's basically It's a Ningen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was Who Put Bella on the Witch Elm? Uh, which no, is a long title for just, clean. you know, um, Bella. There was a skull found in a tree ages ago. Long story short, like people trying to figure out who the skull belonged to and why was there just a skull in the tree. I'd like to take this one um, after you finish. And I actually have a cool fact to add on after this. So they they called her Bella, and there was um, a lot of graffiti around that said, Who put Bella in the witch elm? And yeah, they're just trying to figure out why her skull's in a tree. One of the going theories was she was a spy um, who died parachuting. Um, yeah. Um, Do you guys want to hear an awesome fact? Yeah. Uh, in, I don't remember the country, so I'm not going to say it because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Uh, in some country in South America, uh, when a baby dies before its teeth come in, they Crazy. bury it inside of a tree Chitty. and then cover the hole until the wood heals over and then they believe that the baby's been absorbed in the tree and its life will live on through there. Our and genius. multiple babies are buried in a tree all the time. Got Pretty cool. Idea. So, um, Yeah, I can solve this one. It's the tree's skull. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. I forgot yep. all trees have a skull and they're always right in the center of the tree. Yep. And they're always <laughs> called Bella. Yep. So that was uh, for Axel's, Axel's time to shine. Yeah, it was. It was very sweet. I'm so glad somebody cared about Bella. It's I was really scared no one was going to care about Bella. I think we said after... 
think I said to Lucy afterwards that Axel was supposed to be the super chaotic asshole who was like, fuck it, I don't care, and punch things. And he turned into being nicer than Oliver. That's yeah, because... You, you end up playing the opposite of your intention. I yeah. think it's because, like, Axel was so dead set on, like, I'm going to be this very silly character... And you were so ridiculous with it, you couldn't get influenced by the others. And also, my irony, mm. my the fact that I was so... Like, I was pushing it further than it should have gone to the point where I did normal things, like, good things. Because I was sitting there, like... I was, like, you know, talking, breaking the fourth wall and stuff like that. And then I was realised, you know, it would be really funny if my character was actually a really good guy. <laughs> and, that, and that's... So that's, mm. that's the bit, you know? And this is my favourite episode title, which Tom came up with. Moving trees, no thanks. Castle, please. <clears throat> and you guys got to um, the Glamscar Castle. Yeah. And also, before that, and you guys found saw... out that Axel was allergic to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys met um, Barney. Yeah, we did. We met Barney. Up with him. And he was um, a dick. So, <laughs> so, Betty and Barney Hill are one of the OG um, alien abductions. Yeah. Uh, they were. Uh, they say they were taken by aliens one night, and they have like quite detailed descriptions of what happened and everything and are then, the yeah. flintstones characters named after them because that's betty and barney rubble that's right? what i'm thinking I'm tr- i don't know i Possibly. just um, I, I actually was is betty fred's wife no that's wilma ah that's right wilma i i actually was looking into them like a week ago not even thinking about the q and a i was just reading about them because i like to read about stuff sometimes. the aliens or the flintstones the f- aliens oh. what are the future people called the Jetsons. Jetsons? The I Jetsons. literally just sung it to you. Yeah, but um, I thought I heard Elston's or something when you sung it. Me yeah, you said Elroy. Jetson. You said Elroy. Oh His my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Charlie, guess where they were taken from? New Hampshire. Yep. Oh! Yeah. Fun was... fact, I don't live there. Don't dox me. Fun uh, fact, Charlie's no. family does. <laughs> dox uh, them. Fun fact, I used to live in New Hampshire. I don't anymore. You won't find me there. <laughs> if you go uh, to New Hampshire and tell Charlie's family that you know Charlie, they'll say who? He lived in Canterbury, <laughs> New Hampshire. No, because the Flintstones oh. came out like a year before they got abducted. Oh. Yeah. That's why they were abducted. People yeah. wanted the Flintstones characters. Another mystery solved. Took those two people instead. The aliens were like, we want Flintstones. They're and like, then they went, oh, you're not Flintstones. You're boring old people with dumb right. heads. And they kicked them in They're the not, They weren't old. How old are they? They are like now. Like 35. Ancient. They are now. <laughs> and so that's Betty and Barney Hill. Um, and yeah, and... and in the campaign, they they were somewhat abducted. They were like like a lot of people were kind of um, brainwashed, glamoured, sure, glamskid. Look at this guy using sure. his uh, vampire knowledge. Remember Twilight Night. I'm the third host. No, you're not. You're a guest. You're a guest. I came up with a bit, and this isn't fair. Anyway, you didn't come up with I, the bit. I was there at the origin of the bit. <laughs> that doesn't was, mean you came up with the bit. No, it was it was the same night we were doing the fucking um, Shark Tank. You want to know why you're the guest and not why? host? Because you call it a bit. It's not a bit. It's and a I'm the producer. Podcast. I think this is a bit as well as we do Season Quest. It's a bit. Yeah, but Season Quest is a bit. Twilight Night's a podcast. You guys are, you guys are cunts. Anyway, ch- jumping back to how we don't say cunt on the podcast much. Fuck it, lucky um, cunty wanty. Ooh. And so, yeah, you guys went into the castle and you met um, the character. Oh, and it was your birthday. It was my birthday and we did Quinnifer meet the character. Quinnifer's hair. Quinnifer's hair. And I tricked and him. And the other guy. By dressing Girl. as Oliver. Oh, Claude. Claude. Girl. Girl. Claude. Queen. It's a combination of two different castles, uh, Glamis and... Scar. Who's <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you, know the, you know the bit. 
Um, Glamis and uh, Hauska Castle. Uh, Glamis is a castle in England somewhere. I don't remember. And I there was a, a Oldham. For all of our uh, English fans, say specifically. Strathmore, oh. I think. I like Strathmore. Anyway, yeah, it was this castle in like the 1300s ish. Uh, although it still exists now and you can tour it. Um, <laughs> there were like the families that lived there and there would be the Duke. Of Real fans will visit this. <laughs> of the castle and such. There was like the families of it and there'd be the Duke. And there was a secret that would be passed down from like the Duke to who was like about to be the next Duke. And it would be kind of like when they were switching hands. And everyone before they... It was, it was like some terrible secret. Tom? You were switching hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, but don't make noises. You went like real loud. <laughs> so <laughs> they know that we're switching hands. And so as the um, Dukedom got passed on, the secret would get passed on as well. And like all of the Dukes would be like, oh, don't worry, I'll tell you about it Like to their friends. Like, oh, I'll tell you about it when I find out. Like, it's fine. It can't be that bad. But it was a real hor- horrific secret, apparently, and it would make all of the Dukes, like, incredibly, incredibly sad, and they'd become very, like, antisocial, and they would never tell anybody. And it got passed on until... There's kind of two ways people say it got lost. One of them was one of the Dukes was just like, don't fucking tell me. I'm, I'm gonna forget or try to forget, and I just... I don't care. Just don't tell me. So they didn't. Or, um, they, like, the uh, previous Duke died before it could be passed on. For me, curiosity would kill me. I'm a cat. Um, I'm going to solve this mystery real quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, go back. Go back. Uh, it wasn't that the secret was so horrific that the um, Dukes, you know, didn't want to tell them. It's that they got so busy because they were so busy being Dukes that they didn't have time to tell their friends about stuff. So they were too busy sitting in their house doing their Duke stuff, like writing up Duke laws Getting all depressed about it. And, and going, oh, I uh, hate being a Duke. But the yeah. secret was actually really basic. Fun fact, secret... The walls are actually greenstone, not lima beans, or whatever. <laughs> the, the secret was um, the the castle's Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> the secret was the Wi-Fi password for the better Wi-Fi. Like the because if you get in, you get in the guest Wi-Fi. It's fine. You're kind of on that, but then you get the Duke Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Duke Wi-Fi is crazy good. It's um, got like megahertz. There was megabit. At one point, the um, one of the Duke's wives was trying to figure out what the secret was and hung like um we cloths out of every single one of the windows went outside to like count them all and there was uh either windows that didn't have them or there like wasn't enough cloths like it's just like it didn't like the numbers didn't match up secret for how many um windows and cloths she put out for every single window she could find inside the house um and so yeah one of the going theories was that there is a secret room and one of the main reasons to why there was um people say is there was the, how they kept the lineage of the family was real fucked up and it was a lot of like inbreeding and stuff. Yeah, the gross boy. Um, and the, the person that was <laughs> kept in the, the walls... Gross boy. <laughs> the person that was kept in the walls was like some horrific like inbred person who was actually at the castle and the dukes weren't actually theirs. Two dicks. <laughs> so, Two dicks, three necks. And I say, it, I, I say it in the podcast, but it's um, the direct quote was... If you could even guess the nature of the castle secret, said Claude Bownline, 13th Earl of Strathmore, you would get down on your knees and thank God it was not yours. So That's why I thought, wanted to kill I? Claude when they said that. Yes, yeah. thank hmm. goodness we didn't find any inbred hostages inside the world. Well, yeah, that was something you know, I didn't... You're right, we found my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Um, so yeah, it's mainly based around the Glamis Castle sort of thing. Okay, we're going to stop for a moment so you guys can giggle at this terrible joke. 
And so, yeah, that was, like, the main base of the secret. And then the other secret, the story, <laughs> the other part was uh, Kuska Castle. Kuska. Uh, Kuska. I can't remember. And basically it was this castle. Kuska, um, I think. Helsinki. I'm saying that because I think you've told me that it's Helsinki. Yeah, okay, Helsinki Castle. Castle. That's the one. That's not the one. Basically, it was this castle that was built. And unlike most castles that are built to, like, protect from whatever's happening outside, it's pr- to protect, like from anything escaping from the castle and there's this giant pit in the basement which is believed to be a pit hell and apparently when people went into it um they would like age horrifically and then often like pass away is it still there yes i want to go on the hell pit um true fans will i don't think (laughs) (laughs) true fans have carabined into the hell pit and seen god and said fuck you and then gone back out it feels feels... bad thing (laughs) naughty. It feels like a kind of like mystery that'd be solved, but it's just I just don't think people think, have looked into it. Yeah, I think the the, um, the the only reason why it wouldn't be solved solved is historical significance, and so they would be like, no, you can't come in here because historically it's a hell pit, so you can't walk to see if it's a wheel. Possibly. So they go in, they go in there and they age. Yeah. And they come out. Do they come out? I think people well, have. Well, depends and on if they're gay or not. <laughs> I think people did, and they were like aged physically. Yeah. All right, let's solve this. It is... Um, it's reverse Benjamin Button Pit. It's a, a pit of <laughs> anti-Botox. Anti-Botox. I love that. It's a pit, and when you go into it, you come out and you go, I should have stayed in bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's that fucking sad dog cartoon. <laughs> I should have stayed in bread. I had some great ideas about what I was going to do with the castle. Um, and by that I mean I had one particular joke I was going to make. I was going to have all of the staff be pale gnomes so that um, Elkhorn was short-staffed. That's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> um, but I ended up going with the mm. physical description of uh, the people that work in the castle wear blue Stop uniforms cake. and have black hair, dark eyes and prominent noses, bluish lips and green skin. That is the description of what Betty saw in mm. the alien spaceship. Ah. Yeah. Lipstick. Now, uh, fun little factoid about that episode, that was actually Nick Kidman's birthday. It was! Yes. And another addition to the recipe book with the salt the cake. Salt oh, cake. The salt cake. The most exciting thing about the salt cake is actually pretty soon we've got a special episode coming out where Troy bakes it. We bake a salt cake for Troy's birthday and has and to eat the whole thing. Troy eats all of it. And it's just a huge lump of salt. I don't think you guys are allowed to do that to him. That's a salt. And you guys know it. <laughs> Part slug man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll shrivel. Like um, and you guys, slugs. <laughs> and you guys eventually found a trap door, which was very exciting. I was so happy when you found the trap door. I think my favorite part of uh, of um of us is the times that we've had to interrogate people. Just to, sorry, because <laughs> we had to interrogate someone to find this. There was a time when we interrogated what's his name? True. Uh, Barry, <laughs> Brett, Brett, B. Bar- Who did you interrogate? Barney? Barney? We interrogated Barney outside. Yeah, so we dragged Barney oh, outside, yeah, yeah. and then Charlie was interrogating him. He slapped him, and then I took the lead, and I punched him in the jaw and knocked him out. That was fun. And then we... Because we did the thing with... Who was the head of staff? Earl Claude. Claude. I was just getting to yeah. that. And then we went to the cast, we met Earl Claude, and we were like, Earl Claude, can we interrogate you? And she said no, so we kicked her ladder down, <laughs> locked the door. With the chandelier. You also went and interacted with her at night time, because... There was screaming, and (laughs) she didn't hear it. You decided to ignore it and go back to bed. Worst fucking guard. (laughs) (laughs) I have to pee. (laughs) 
It's yeah, you guys were very good at um, I love talking Dexel. to people. Yeah. I love that. Claude in the end just told us there was a reason we put you in that room, right? Yeah. So that yeah. we'd find the It's that was one door. half of like guys, just have a look at something. <laughs> and other part also Claude wanted you guys to fix her problem. A very wise man once said to me, A big open ocean scary the fish. It's true. That man was Charlie. Yeah. And so you guys went into the basement of the castle, and yeah, I did something unkind. Yeah, trapped me in a sandpit. Yeah, so the best oh, yeah. thing, my favorite thing I have ever heard in probably any podcast is in an episode of D&D is for Nerds, um, also by Sans Pants Radio, who does Jackson Bears Books America. Um, the DM had a great trap room and basically just some... just then spitting bars <laughs> and uh, there was like a great trap room where one of them nearly drowned and uh, my favourite part about it was um, okay all of you have to stop talking right now and I'm going to set a timer and that's how long you have to do this mm-hmm. and I just loved having a timer to solve a problem you, you, yeah, you I, listed those riddles and my mind went blank. And Charlie just answered them one after the other. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, you oh. you, you didn't say a word. No. Charlie, Charlie just panicked and was like, okay, I know this. I had them unlocked. It would have been if we both had gone in a sandpit and it would have been destroyed. Because <laughs> I knew like all of the riddles except for, I think, one yeah, of I them. Yeah, I could see and Tom struggling not to say them out loud. Yeah, I was sitting there like... <laughs> <laughs> I also loved like silencing somebody just like nope you you don't get to participate in this but you just have to watch and your fate's in their hands and like if they screw this up you're dead see here's the thing right Charlie's good at riddles I'm good at remembering riddles that mm. I've already heard <laughs> and so that's that's our strength mm. it's yeah I was and I, I was happy with the riddles because some of them were like a little bit weird like there was the um like you walk into a room and it's got like a bunch of things you can like and there was That's a- the bit I missed. In your riddle, I missed the bit where all of the objects were there. So I didn't hear all the answers are these. Yeah. So then was- I was just trying to think of what the answers could be, which was so um, dumb. Mm. Yeah. Because was- I wanted I wanted you guys to like think like, oh maybe it's the candle, maybe it's the match. I don't know. For someone whose on sheet intelligence was minus two, I think I metagamed a little bit. A little bit, but I was gonna let it happen because there wasn't like there wasn't time to mm kind of role play and figure it out it was yeah. that was really up to you guys and tom was also very unhappy that i didn't let you guys have a long rest before the next bit yeah i died i was so i think did you die again no he, I he died. was on death saves That's yeah true. i got didn't i give you some sort of healing no. I, you guys no. found healing potions yeah. in the next room i had i think before we opened the next door five hp and then immediately we met what's her name you, and then you, she yeah, fucking yeah. shot me. You got health potions. I was, can I just say, you guys got three of them. Charlie drank one because he was down like seven health points <laughs> or something. Yeah. And Needed. you drank one and kept it. And I was just, in my head I was like, why did Charlie take it? He's only got a little <laughs> bit of damage down. That's not fair. Yeah, and then I died. Needed it. Knocked, got knocked down. And then I got back up again. What yeah. would you have done, Lucy, if Tom had died a second time? Dealt with it. I would have given him the character sheet for either Corniferous or Claude. Mm. I think statistically I am the worst D&D player because I think my character has gone to death saves more than anyone else's. Yeah. But also, maybe you guys just hate me. Can't wait to see what happens in summer and autumn. Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. You know what I thought was funny in this episode was the one NPC we trusted fully 
Yeah, <laughs> I love that so much. It's because we were like, oh yeah, well, Coniferous and Earl are the bad guys, so this is good guy. Yeah, that was somewhat the intention. I didn't expect you to trust her as much as you did, which mm. was just entirely. Yeah. Oh, and then there was the fucking moment when you rolled the magic thing, and it was like resurrect yourself and the nearest corpse. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll get to that in just a moment. Then there was also the cage filled with people. Yeah. Well, you did you um, did the reverse on me that I usually do. On you, whereas the person in prison who's evil, and you're like, person in prison's good, and I was like, okay, I trust that. Yeah. It's, Turns yeah, out, it was just person in prison was evil. Yeah, because wow. you were so convinced, you're, you're like, oh, she's doing a switcher on my thing, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm just doing your thing. <laughs> Lucy and Charlie don't think anyone can be wrongfully imprisoned. It's... You heard it here first, Season Quest folks. <laughs> if you've ever committed a crime and been to prison for it, not committed a crime and been to prison for it... Lucy and Charlie think you deserve it. I think 60% of people who are imprisoned are wrongfully imprisoned. I don't have a number in my head. So yeah, people in all the cages. That's not a reference to any unsolved mystery or anything. Just a cool um, thing. I can it still solve just... it. They were people mm. that had gone missing from all over. Oh, yeah. very cool. And uh, they oh, appeared yeah. in this cage. And we were going to free them. My sister was there. She wasn't dead. Not everyone was dead in the cages, but some of them were. Some of them were trance. Some of them mm. were glamscored. Emotional moment, gang. <laughs> Get fucked, Bazza, you cunt. I sat Bazza there. had an emotional moment. I cried over my dead husband. Nick cried yeah. over his dead sister. She wasn't dead. You cried over... She was over just in print, apparently. Yeah, Oliver. And then I had, like, a, you know, the moment at the end of the end with my, my daughter and my stupid fucking no, wife. I mean, Ruth! In the cage. I mean, in the cage. Oh, in the cage. Ruth, um, Ruth is not his wife. No, it's his daughter. My wife was named Barbara. No, Abby. 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 Uh, and then you guys, you guys stumbled upon <laughs> Elizabeth. Also, just a little bit of uh, behind the scenes. I don't know why, but all over my character sheet, I wrote Catherine. But, like I had a map of the um, like castle that I was just using for my personal reference, and like I had Catherine written down like on like my notes that I have. Instead of Elizabeth, and I don't know why. Another <laughs> unsolved mystery. mystery. This is six again. <laughs> yes. What do we think, Tom? I think that Lucy's a fuckwit. Okay, yeah, mystery is... solved. Speaking <laughs> of things being scribbled on character sheets, uh, a lot of jagged lines, a lot of weird veiny objects, letters that mean nothing, words that just say nothing, and a lot of weird number patterns. Good. Hmm. 336. <laughs> so. Elizabeth Bathory was a real person, and this isn't really an unsolved mystery. This Please is just kind of like. Deep into it. I won't. I told Tom about it and he got real stressed out because it's real gross. It's real gross and real gruesome. Um, Elizabeth was a serial killer many, many, many years ago. Um, I don't have the days in front Fuck of me. Fuck The days, the days <laughs> in front of me. Basically, she was kind of, uh, I guess, like a princess in some sort of ways, and then queen. Because um, I can't remember the actual title that she had. And her husband, like, went away to war, so she was actually in charge. So, like, she could have been real cool, but she was just real fucked up and just kept killing people. There was a spring-based, um, way she liked to torture and then kill people, but she, uh, but I thought that was a bit too rough. Springs, um, like, you know, like, metal springs? Like no, boing? like, spring, like, the season. In spring, yeah. she would, um... Grow, grow... Wait, I got this. She would, she would put people in a bamboo plant. No. She, she would, would put them in a hutch filled with rabbits and they would... Ooh. 
Ooh. Nope. She, she would she would put a bucket on someone's chest with a rat in the bucket, and then she would heat the other end of the bucket. So the rat got really scared and have to eat his way through the flesh. No, she would uh, mm. tie up, and this she did this all to her servants as well. She would tie up her servants outside, cover them in honey, and they'd be be, be, bees. be eaten alive by bugs. I'm allergic to bees. Um, yeah, that would kill you, I think. Yeah, <laughs> definitely that, and not the fact that they were eaten to death by mm. insects. Mm. Anyway. Um, it was also Why didn't said they that stomp she... after the honey was gone? I don't know. Bugs are dumb. Um, and the I think she had to put more honey on them if they stopped. It was said that she bathed in blood, but I think it's more realistic where she would have, like, from torturing people, there'd be so much blood that she would just mess with it. Anyway, <laughs> she was really, really scary. Um, she killed hundreds of people, it's to be said. I think she was only charged... I think she was only charged for, like, 90 or something along the lines of that, but it was... Realistic, she killed like hundreds and hundreds. Anyway, we're gonna carry was, on. And it was the Middle Ages, so she was probably only put in prison for like a week. How do you get? Out. How she bad was, do you have to be at killing to get caught in the Middle Ages? Oh, it's well, killing two hundreds. Pretty. I guess you have to be good at killing. She wasn't to a point. hiding. She was in charge. She, she was, was in a castle or whatever, right? True. Yeah, she was. True. She had servants, and she just kept killing her servants. Hmm. Yeah. So they just kept having point. to hire people, and they would all just disappear. It mm. was really weird that she didn't get caught for ages. <laughs> She's well, like, I, um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's really weird. They're dumb back then. All of my people, please witness as I kill this person. And every single person closed their eyes. <laughs> Nobody wanted to catch her in the act. <laughs> I pretend I do not see it. Um, Stick their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 la. Yeah, so you guys... One of us should have jumped it. into hell. I, yeah, I had... Axel I was, gonna, was gonna... I thought I was gonna die. I was gonna have one of you guys fall on, but, you know, just a, that's just not the way the cookie crumbled. We and love pits and season quests. Did you... We do love pits. Pit five. Season curse. Did you almost die? Probably. Was Charlie rolling death saves? Or I was. Something was. happened to Charlie's <laughs> character, and I was like, oh... They've both had rotten luck. I am hella gonna die in this finale. There's mm. nothing I can do to survive. Yeah, I I don't plan out who I plan on killing. None of, like, all of it was incidental. Anyone getting hurt. It was bad luck that it was you twice. You I just do happened think, to walk into the trap room first. I do think that Lucy just hates me. Yeah. A lot. That's unrelated, though. I think that <laughs> everyone like wants me dead. Was there a pit? No. No. Oh. There well, was a, you guys had to. There was water. We also fell into that hole. Oh, uh-huh. with the, well, yeah, no, at the end there with the oh, earthquake, and yeah. you all fell in. Yeah, that's kind of a good. Now means I have to put a pit in my way. Yeah, you gotta have. You gotta be part of the uh, oh, pit, pit bit. The pit. The pit. The end. The end of this pit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I hate pits. <laughs> we had. To that's say Tom's. Fine. That's Tom's biggest pitfall. There'll be a oh. pit. There'll be a pit. Prepare. Be prepared. And pitfalls. So, They're like waterfalls, but it's called pitfalls for some reason. Yeah. Unsolved mystery. Solved. <laughs> okay. Just just to go back a little bit to the bit where we saw all of the characters in the cages. Kind of relevant. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? And do an impression of them. Ooh. I mean, I have my answer and you've heard my impression. My favorite character was Axel. My wife. And then I have to do my Don Mulaney impression. It's just not good. And it's this is I and Grant. My favorite character was Axel, but I can't do that because that's me. Selfish. So I'm going to do a different one, and I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the little ferret who's scared of everything. I've got anxiety. Oh. Firstly, it's a weasel. Sorry, and secondly, I was going to choose existential crisis weasel. You've got to do it now, too. This is the new Do book. I have to do existential crisis? I want to hear your impression, though. Oh, Nick Kidman. 
Because um, because I believe it was me who first named existential crisis. Yeah, weasel. that's true. Um, and here's my impression of existential crisis weasel by Charles. What is life? <laughs> I just knew it. The moment you stopped, I went, "Yeah, Charlie's gonna do a deep voice, and he's gonna go, what is life?'" Uh, I think my favorite character was Charlie doing that deep voice. Now, <laughs> uh, here's another one of my favorite characters: Bezza Brown. G'day, I'm Bezza Brown. I'm from Moon, Australia. Not Australian. <laughs> Non-Australian. That was a good bit. Non-Australian. I forgot about that. That was a good bit. Mm. Been smoking all morning. Sorry for the throat problems, guys. Uh, we have a couple more quick questions, unless you have anything else, Lucy. Go for it. Uh, as the editor of the story, Lucy, who have you had to cut out the most of for trailing off during sentences or just getting distracted? Tom, definitely. <laughs> I, I have is. a disorder. <laughs> the amount... The, the problem is... The amount, because we're so used to it, talk to, I talk, I'm doing it now as well, yeah. <laughs> we talk to Tom so much that Tom will get like halfway through a sentence and then like pause and then someone else will just jump on and continue. So I just have to leave in a lot of our, our <laughs> just pauses and like, not pauses, but like end of statements that aren't ends. <laughs> yes. It's fun though. Um, I have to cut out a lot of really stupid stuff. <laughs> I think the stuff I have to cut out the most is Tom doxing me. <laughs> I, yeah, as, as Charlie is about to say. Come jokes. And the reason I had to not use its previous one is Tom doxed me again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave that one in. No. <laughs> uh, funny for the bit, right? I don't think we answer this because we were asked what our favorite season was. Instead, favorite episode of Spring. Yeah. Well, my favorite season is Autumn. Well, it hasn't happened yet. What's everyone's favorite episode of Spring? I'd probably like it, uh, the tree episode. Uh, that would have been Moving Trees. No, thank you. Castle, please. Yeah. Episode 11. Funniest title. Funniest title. Funniest character, Axel. <laughs> and also, I think we punched a dude in that one. So I like that mm. one. That was a good... That was a good, And it was also one of our ones where we got to a place and we just were like, fuck it, let's go and... Sh- let's go shopping. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> funny because we don't do that very often. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that episode a lot. My favourite to play was definitely the, like, one-night ultimate werewolf. Like, just going in and trying to figure that out while also doing silly heist disguise things. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was just... It was gave great. me a lot to do. I loved sitting in a house and then a werewolf <laughs> attack, and I went, oh, fuck. So I had to run. I had I had so much fun doing all of Gévaudan. I That section was only meant to last a couple episodes. I think it lasted four. Mm-hmm. And that and it was like two or three sessions. Just because it was so much fun like <laughs> to be in any part of it. That I was just like, we're going to keep doing this bit and we'll find it's fine. I'll cut something else out. It'll be fine. My favorite was probably, um, I guess I have two. The one in, in Plumber's Pass where we were fighting zombies and I was just completely unaware for half the fight. Mm. That was pretty cool. That was fun. Um, was really fun. Just giving out bardic inspiration to our enemies is always a good time. <laughs> um, and then uh, when Axel got introduced because there was a complete dichotomy between Charles the player and Baza the character because I fucking was losing my shit over Axel just absolutely loving it and Baza was the most uncomfortable he ever has 
I another another thing like we mentioned earlier um, that I really loved having was wild magic. Wild magic yeah. was oh, such yeah. a great I I was like bit to add. And it was some really fun stuff that came up as well. You getting permanently speak with animals was cool. That was tight. I was that pretty, was so great. I was pretty gutted that I lost um, all access to spells when Oliver died. Yeah. Especially when we got to the point where we were in fucking uh, Voynich, and it was um, and it was fucking like six sixes and onwards. Mm. Wild magic. Um, I also, just sorry if you can hear a background noise. It's just started raining really hard. Like it's been raining this entire time, but it's really it's really coming down. It is raining. The boys are not peeing. There's a typhoon at the moment. There was a point around the middle no like near the start as soon as we got the Voynich thing as soon as we got the word Voynich Troy googled Voynich and then went, <laughs> and then went oh Voynich it's a city in Germany and Troy's like the fuck it's, no 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 it was because we were talking about place names and you were trying to figure out what Voynich meant so you googled it and you went the Voynich manuscript I just went Troy <laughs> you just and you stopped reading thankfully I did I did and I didn't look it back up even though I like I was like, oh, if I look it up, I'll get spoilers. Also, so I just didn't. Also, immediately after we finished Jevedon, Tom had this thing come up on his timeline about the Beast of Jevedon. Yeah, mm. on my Facebook. For, and I sent a screenshot and said, look, it's what Lucy did. Yeah. Uh, we just got a question anonymously. Uh, my crush recently asked me to join his D&D game because his healer dropped out of the group. He's never really talked to me before this. I can't tell if he likes me or he's just being nice. What should I do? Uh, I'd, I'd like to take this one if that's okay. Okay, yeah, you, I mean, you've been the DM the longest. You kind of get the. Interview. I think. Um, I think it's a. It it seems pretty obvious at first, but this is actually a pretty complicated one. Um, fifth edition has a lot of options for healers, so what you want to do is uh, the the cleric is your your main choice, right? But it's so much more. You can be a bard of the dream, which also has a health pool. You can be a paladin, which has lay on hands. There's so many There's healer the options. Way of the mercy. Yeah, exactly. There's. Uh, it's really up to you. I think if it's a specific healer class, you might want to go cleric, just because. But even then, clerics have so many options outside of healing. Yeah, yeah. So it's really up to go you. Go with your gut. I hope that answered your question. That's such a bad bit and I'm keeping it in. What a terrible bit. That's All so right. funny. I thought it was funny. It's, it's funny. funny but it's, it's, not, just... it's not as funny as you set it up to be. Yeah, you hyped so... it up for like weeks. Because, because I thought we were doing the question and answer thing that week. So I was like, oh, I should do something funny. And then I thought of that. <laughs> and then we waited a month. No, we didn't. We waited not even two weeks. Anyways, Troy time. Izzy asks what your favourite moment to DM was for all of us. Um, I, you guys were all a delight. Probably, probably the trap. The trap was so much fun to do. Um, and it's not for any special interaction. I just, it's the only really mean thing I did. Except for like, you know, make, um, you guys trust Elizabeth. And obviously, Lucy, you've just finished DMing Mm -hmm. this recap for your season. We've already recorded and released almost all of summer at this point. All yeah. of summer. All of summer at this point. Because this comes out after summer, before autumn. Spoilers for a bit for summer. And then autumn is coming up. We're Crazy told. that I was a crab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave that in. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna... Okay. Spoilers for a bit for summer. And, and I'll then, just put and that before. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, anyone's... No one's gonna skip through a section, right? I hope they get spoiled. Anyways... Tom will be the DM for season four, which is autumn. Yeah. And Izzy asks what advice the rest of us have for him. 
so I'm super experienced in DMing. I've been doing it for 64 years already. Um, so, you know, any, anything that you guys throw at me, just let me know. Don't love anything in your world. Your characters will oh, come along and kill it. I'm well ahead of that. I had, when we did Cyberpunk... And we played Cyberpunk a, a while back. Not on on mic or anything. And I had a secretary and you guys just murdered her instantly. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I built health stats for her, I guess. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Why did you kill the secretary, Charlie? Did I? Yeah, you wanted the badge. Oh, true. <laughs> the <laughs> secretary <why>. badge? <laughs> Yeah, she was wearing a badge with her name on it. You answered your own question. So he punched her to death, took the badge, and then stapled it to his skin. Uh, My advice for Tom, having just DM'd Summer. Don't love your story, your players will take it over. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't love anything. Don't announce that they could potentially kill gods or leave the planet, because, yeah. Because they will. Yeah, that's not happening. Sorry, guys. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Sure. I've never heard you say something more stressed. I guess for for a, a one season sort of situation, my advice would be have a through line uh, and a specific end goal, and then let them decide what it, how they go about doing it, like rescuing Winter, or figuring out why and how magic has left the world, and if they want to bring it back, or returning the book. To its rightful place. So my ending is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Just tells us all now. Um, and so you guys ended up fighting Elizabeth uh, next to the scary helper. Was the next thing that happened in the podcast. God. Um, what a bitch, right? Yeah. Yeah, really. And there was also tons of wild magic in that one. And then mm-hmm. my favourite bit of wild magic that happened the entire season happened. Where Elizabeth had... Um, I think it was like resurrection or some form of spell cast upon her through wild magic where if she died she would be brought back or reincarnation she'd be brought back as something nearby so I made her Oliver oh Miracle that was moment. so great incredible I, I like I was so excited about that and I was like wait I'll be right back like while we we're recording and I went to my room and grabbed my Oliver's character sheet and had it under all of my other papers so that no one could see what it was. And then I just dramatically revealed it to the table. I was very happy. Very, very happy. <laughs> oh, all. Yeah, that's that a very cool moment. Mm. And um, I was, at the time, crawling away because I'd just been fucking smacked out of oblivion. Yeah. Did my death saves. And then Oliver came out and kicked me in the mouth and took me back <laughs> down to death saves. And I went... <sighs> How was it for you being um, hit by your own character? It's fucking wicked. Um... Like the musical? Yeah, it, it felt like... Um, I love fucking Wicked. <laughs> there was a point when I first started playing D&D. Like, my first game of D&D I ever played. It was kind of an uh, emotional thing, I guess. But my first game of D&D I ever played, the DM was like... I wanted to be a necromancer. The DM was like, I'm going to make you a necromancer. There's not really, like, super true necromancy in D&D, but you can be, like, a necromancer. And we were, like, high level. And my thing was that I was so charismatic, I would convince people to kill themselves so that they could be a part of my undead army. And... That almost felt like that had been twisted on me and thrown in my face. Someone was like, hey, remember when you did this? Hey, fuck you, dick. Don't do it again. And I went, sorry, dad. So I love that. Yep. Um, necromancy is a school in the wizard class. No, I know, but it's not like the way that I, the way that it works. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, you can raise the dead and stuff like that. Yeah. But like when I was playing, it was just like, I didn't even have like spells or anything like that. Hey. I just would raise the dead and they would do what I wanted. <laughs> And, and with Elizabeth being dead, um, the curse upon the land was ended. Right. Uh, the people kind of broke out of their brainwashing. 
a lot of the horrific stuff that was happening stopped happening. Um, if you had been, if, I don't know, if you could see everything in the world, um, all of the undead in Plumas Pass would have just kind of turned back to actual corpses. People were getting less sick in Mattoon. My all husband of, was still dead. All of the <laughs> werewolf corpses, although you guys did see this, turned back into humans. Just kind of all the really mm-hmm. fucked up shit stopped happening. I think I loved doing the epilogue. I think epilogues are my favorite part of Season Quest. because a know, good time. When you play D&D normally, you don't really get a chance for an epilogue. You never get an epilogue. Because it's like, always going on. If you're doing a one-shot, it's like over, but like you've or, it's already midnight by the time you finish the one-shot. Yeah. I've only ever done ep- epilogues in Season Quest, and then in one, like, three... Uh, session campaign that I did and I love epilogues it was was that one of the lockdown ones under you did? End. yeah under end which what it wasn't even like a super in-depth epilogues it was just like oh yeah you become religious you become guy and you become guy like the epilogue for spring was pretty long because we had all of us going through the all of the everything mm, and then we yeah. all had to break down our character that. stuff like Nick Kidman deciding to fuck off and giving Axel his house <laughs> yeah that Axel going yeah I will move on from my I'll move on from my dead husband and I'll start doing... Baz's wife. <laughs> no, I'm gay. I started teaching at the school and I hooked up with the guy with you the You hit up with the professor, Professor yeah. Stravastain. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you guys all feel about your epilogues? I loved my epilogue. I mean, Oliver didn't really get one, but I guess that's because he was dead. Like, no one reacted to Oliver's death super harshly, except for Stravastain, maybe. And he was too busy getting an arm. But I loved Axel's epilogue. Hmm. Baz reacted to Oliver's. Yeah, but that's that was that wasn't part of the epilogue. Right, right, <laughs> dear right. Uh, I I quite enjoyed Baz's epilogue because he finally grew into his room. Room to grow. <laughs> room grown. And you checked with your wife to see if she'd been messing around with. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. I found out that she wasn't. Imagine, imagine. I don't think she was. No. Imagine getting home. Your husband's <laughs> just got home from some big adventure. Hey, this guy that I was with <laughs> said that he fucked you a bunch, and I'm just wondering. I like. I, I don't think did you, you did, fuck but the goat man. Pretty anxious about it. Did you fuck him? See, I as <laughs> no. as the NPC Charlie's wife. I felt bad for cheating on you. I don't. I don't want it to come to light. I'm sorry, bud. Wait. So canonically. She Canonically, she goat. did and then lied to Baza. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Yep. Hey, mystery solved. Hey, room to grow. Room to grow. <laughs> I enjoyed my epilogue. You know, I got to meet up with my family and who knows what's going to happen with the Kidman Sharps. Yeah, that's what next season's going to be. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I, re- I, re- I really Sharp. liked I really liked the um, your epilogue. I think your one was the most, like, epic. Your, your one epic felt log. like... Your one felt like a story completed, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you were like, I... Char- Charlie's was an adventurer who came home from, like, Luke Skywalker or whatever. My one was a joke. Yours was, like, an actual character arc, where it was like, you weren't an adventurer, and then at the end you were. Yeah, I'd been was... a liar the whole time, and in the end I stopped lying and actually became the adventurer I'd been lying about being all along. Beautiful. Sorry, Charlie. You squinted at me like I disrespected you. No, you didn't disrespect me. You called my character Luke Skywalker and then said that isn't an arc. (laughs) (laughs) He stands by that statement. That's so funny. I meant like yours was a circle. His was like a like a semi circle. Okay. So because you because you left home, did you did the call to adventure and then you came back home, having changed better for the for the experience. The hero cycle. Yeah, and he went through. Just a full-blown, like, arc where he completely changed and everything in his world changed. And my character, kind of the same, but no. That does bring (laughs) us to one of Izzy's questions. 
which was, uh, who was your favourite character that you've played so far, and why? And of course, this will include winter, spring, and summer, because we've played through summer. And you know what? Include autumn too. They haven't played them yet, but you get a feeling. Okay, if we're including autumn, I'm genuinely more excited for the character I'm going to play for autumn than I have been for any time I've ever played D&D ever. I came up with this character... 16 years ago. Before COVID. I came up with it before lockdown, because it was when my dad was visiting. Um, I'm going to be a cowboy... And his name is Bowtie Friday. And that's the entire... That's, it makes me so happy. It but makes who, me so happy to be Bowtie Friday. But who's your favourite now? Before you play Oh, Bunga. before then? Um, I love playing Bungo. I love being a wizard. I really, really, really enjoyed all the spells I picked. Although I did, I did also love Aurelia. I loved Axel. Uh, he was my favourite. And I also loved being a dad in Thorkel. He was great. Uh, that was probably... Thorkel was really fun because I got to be a dad. Mm. Axel was really fun because I got to be a silly little Billy. I, I did really enjoy being Baza, but my own frustrations at my accent um, <laughs> detracted from it. So I felt about Konsu the whole time. Yeah. So the the um, being Elis, allowing me to be the most manipulative bastard for the first maybe eight episodes, was a really good time. Can I just say... Winter? Can I just say... When that, like, when you were playing Elis, at one point, Tom was giving us all a ride into town or whatever, and you were like, like, no, I'm having the front seat. And I was just like, you don't have to be rude about it. You're like, no, I'm in Elis mode. (laughs) (laughs) You were just really rude to me. Yeah. I loved Elis mode. You loved Elis mode. So, yeah. And what about you, Troy? Ooh. Margot was really fun, because I was playing a genderless ranger, and that was like, getting back into Dungeons and Dragons after not having played for so long. Mm. I think Nick Kidman, Harry Shaft was just such a fun dynamic to play because I got to be my goat-legged <laughs> weirdo, which, you know, mm. my boyfriend loves satyrs. All of us have only played two, except for Tom, who's played, played four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the most options, and I, I don't like two of my characters. Well, I, I do like them, I just... Two of my you characters. don't love them. When I played Konsu, the whole time I was playing Konsu, I was getting frustrated at myself because I was like, this isn't the voice I want, so it's not the character I want. And it's, it's like, Yeah, you, you guys get really messed up if you don't have the correct character voice, which is it's, so it's, funny to me. It's really difficult for me to get into my character. Yeah, it's really funny for Lucy. I can't wait to go to the beach. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know I want to go to, to the go beach. beach. Because it's, yeah. it's based on the McElroy's bit where they go, it's Little Lord Birthday going... I don't want to eat cake, Daddy. I want a horse or whatever. No. It's if I if I may, I've listened may. to my brother my brother and me once ever, and it wasn't that bit. I just know this bit from you guys and specifically that episode. And then I was like, no, I want this. <laughs> give me, give me the voice. Charlie and Tom are big brothers fans. Something I learned while listening sometimes to Season Quest. Oh yeah, go on. That's a good question. Carry on. And. <laughs> And being on Season Quest is that Lucy asks permission, if she may, a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I've also learned. I have a lot of very specific phrases. (laughs) Yeah, but to be fair, Lucy's asking if she may. Who was it? I think it was Tom. Made up information 
and then just followed through with their made-up information. Just me. Yeah. Well, Tom, Tom's done that a few times. I have, again, yeah, it's, I have ADD. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of guess. Wait, I can say you have ED? I have ADD. Uh, AD and D? What's, what's Tom's new pod? Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> oh, I got ADD too. Um, you got all the acronyms. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, Do you have COTC? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's always... Yeah, do you have CND? I think because I have ADD, and I don't know if this is an ADD thing or just because I have a dipshit brain, um, I will hear someone say something, and then I will repeat something as a joke, or someone else will make a joke about it. And in my head, because it's so recent to that information I heard, that's fact. And so, if, like, for instance, when you fucking said some shit about someone being... Someone having, like, four legs. And I, and I was like, yeah, they have 16 legs. And I went, yeah, that's right. They have 16 legs. Can I cut off one of their 16 legs? What legs? <laughs> but it's always so great. It's always such a joy. And then, you know what the best part is? I'm champion next season. So anything I say goes. Oh, yeah, that's what it's gonna being be DM is. Making everything canon. Um, are there any more questions? No. Uh, I've got a question about what's happening after season four. Once we've finished all four... Winter, spring, summer, autumn, what will season five be? Asked by Brad Zimmerman of Fate of Eisen. It's time for me to go into producer mode. Lucy's um, going to go into producer mode, everyone. Please be quiet. So, uh, we've, we're thinking originally, like, the ideas we've had so far is maybe going back to the seasons and carrying them on to see if anything could happen. Uh, winter to see two. if there was any... Like, yeah, winter two to see um, what Bungo was doing and um, Thorfinn hmm. and that sort of stuff. <laughs> winter spoilers. I really struggle to remember names. Thorkell <laughs> is um, fucking dead. And spoilers. <laughs> winter, winter spoilers. Hmm. Anyway, and so, but we're like, oh, we've explored these worlds. We would kind of like to do something new. So we're thinking genre quest, or as I want to call it, seasons of a show quest. But I keep getting re- that idea rejected. Um, and we're gonna do kind of genre based. Well, I think. I don't remember ever rejecting yes, that. Yes, the amount of times I've seen seasons of I a show again. But I don't think we want to call it a genre quest either. I think it's just called season quest and the Oh yeah, no, we're gonna the genres. The, the, it's still this... gonna be season quest, but I keep referring to it as a season of a show quest. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, well I probably shot it down before though. I yes, be yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna um all have genres and that's gonna be our next seasons. Um we haven't entirely confirmed what our, all of our genres I know are gonna be. Is. Um but one So thing... that's in, we're locking that in. Yeah. So well, well but one thing we have confirmed is we want to do an anthology season, which is, I think, what we're going to start with. And within that, we're going to have a lot of, like, really little ones. And in those, we're going to have different genres and stuff as well. We've got a couple ideas rocking around so far. I want to do horror. I want to do kids' shows. And you want to do court drama. And, and court drama. That's going to be my one shot, probably. We might, yeah, we might. We'll see. So that's your main, kids' shows is your main one. Um, court show. Court drama is your... Anthology. Anthology. Uh, we don't have to go through ideas and stuff now. I don't have ideas. Murder mystery? I don't know. But yeah, just like what? And I want to do that court a... drama. No. Too close. No, Why are you hitting me? Is that like hitting you? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do a cheesy like homebrew campaign around Pokemon. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very excited, excited for anthology. Yeah, I think the fun part of, of doing the seasons thing is that we can kind of mix up a lot of stuff. Yeah, we can make it re- like I think because season one we tried to avoid homebrew stuff like any of our homebrew stuff as much as possible like super homebrewy stuff like races and stuff but i think next year we can throw in homebrew races yeah which i'm gonna do for the kids show we've got a couple little like homebrew stuff for um autumn yeah i'm playing a homebrew uh subclass it's not homebrew 
It's not not it's, your homebrew, but it's somebody's. Was it Matt Mercer's? Gunslinger? Yeah, it's Matt Mercer's Gunslinger. Yeah. So right. it's it's basically canon. It's yeah, it's cl- it's as close to canons you can get without actually being canon. Hmm. There's going to be like obviously homebrewed enemies and stuff, but we've done that every season. So. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be real real fun. On that same note, Anna asks. If Season Quest wasn't a D&D podcast, what do each of you think it would be? Twilight at Night. But you Maybe think Season gets... Quest would be Twilight at Night? Yeah. Check out the Christmas special for that piece of <laughs> content. I don't understand the question. Like, what would Season Quest... It's still called Season Quest. It's still oh. a podcast. Oh, what okay. is it well, instead it of a D&D? Oh. Wouldn't be Twilight at Night. Because Twilight at Night's its own thing. No, it, it would be a cooking show. It would be, you think, a cooking show? That's pretty good. A That's cooking good. show podcast where you don't get to see, smell, or taste what's being cooked. You just, just see, you don't <laughs> smell, or taste shit in cooking shows anyway. Okay, c- consider this, right? The episode one, baking a fine fucking loaf of bread. At the end of the episode, he like crunches the loaf and you can hear that fucking crunch. Mm. Yeah, and I love the episode with spaghetti where he goes... If and then you, he throws a meatball in If any listeners want to hear this bonus episode brought to you by Charlie and Tom in a kitchen. Can oh, I Charlie also, and Tom can't cook. Can I also just say, you guys have also had a lovely sneak peek for Autumn, episode one. What's it called? Making a lovely fucking loaf of bread. That's what gonna be, episode of one of Autumn's going to be called. No, I don't want that to be episode one. There's going to be no bread in this episode. You oh, think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll it's, see. It's all beans, no bread. God, it would actually Both be really nice. To, it would be nice if someone got a fish and you could hear them descaling it on the yeah, podcast. That's what I'm oh, saying. Like, like an ASMR fish. ASMR cooking yeah, podcast. Loving that, love uh, that. Personally, I think it would be one of those review channels where they're like, is this paprika or cumin? You can tell by the greening, and it's just product versus product of seasonings. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I mm, think it similar. would be like MapQuest, and it's just instructions on how to get from one destination to another, but we it's not customized or anything. We just It's just different like sets of directions for different... Can I build off of that? Yeah. It's, it's like MapQuest, but it's telling you how to watch a TV series. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you... You, you start you episode can, one. You can skip the first season because nobody really likes the first season. The Every show yeah. ever. Yeah. A sitcom. And that's season quest. And the fourth uh, season's always the worst one slash yeah. the gas leak here. Yeah. I, um... What's the best... I, what is the, like, just a real side question. What is the, like, number one show of no, you can't skip the first season? My answer is Peaky Blinders. Breaking Bad. Mm. Breaking Avatar. Bad gives you all the context of the show. Mm. Avatar. Glee. Iron Chef. Uh, uh, Twin Peaks. My season quest. Master Chef Junior. Oh, that's the season. Freaks and they Geeks. Because they only had one season. Funny ah. joke. They hired actors? Yeah, all the kids were actors. They weren't real kids who were following their dreams of cooking. They're real kids. No, 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 no. <laughs> real kids. They were just really short dudes. They're really good actors. <laughs> they're on their knees the whole time going, Oh, I've got such short arms so I can't reach the paprika on the shelf. And that's season quest. <laughs> um, my season quest idea would be, um, it's me breaking down every single season of Del Toro Quest. Yes! And I go... Did so season one of Del Toro Quest. Um, What's Del Toro Quest? Uh, so there's books and then there's an anime. Did you watch the, the anime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually really, really close to something we've already done on season quest. Because uh, episode 11 of spring, uh, spring, um, summer is Charlie breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Charlie, that brings us to another question from Anna. Who has the most annoying characters, and why is it Charlie? <laughs> because I'm an annoying person. Next question. Yeah, next question. We've got this one on lock. We hate Charlie. <laughs> uh, the final question I have is also for Charlie. Oh, fuck. This one's from Logan, who's our video editor. Oh, no. What's the correct order for the social media links at the end of an episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie, you're going you to do an end of an episode right now. This is when we don't write it down for him. Okay, thank you for listening to Season Quest. You can find us on Facebook... <laughs> you can thank you for listening to Season Quest. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> at, at Season Quest. <laughs> thank you for listening to Season Quest. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on at Fe- <laughs> at Season Quest Pod. There you go, Logan. There you go, listeners. It's and Charlie, it's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Season Quest Pod. And Got it right in the first one. We, Lucy, can you edit that? We also say, uh, we no, usually say I can't edit. You can find us. We also usually no, say yeah, no, I know, I know, no. Stop, 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 let me do it. Let me do it. Okay, okay, you can right. find us at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There we go. Hey. <laughs> oh my god, he broke a glass. Fuck oh. you, Logan. Thanks for listening to the spring recap. Be sure to check out Autumn where I am DM and I kill you you yeah, can find that's... us on instagram twitter and instagram <laughs> at season quest this you can find our finster <laughs> make, make sure you, you can do... find us on pinterest <laughs> contact us on those social media sites leave us questions for the summer q a episode which will come out after autumn and then we'll do one for autumn as well nice i don't think we will you can find us on myspace <laughs> my pinterest and tumblr <laughs> and tinder at season Logan, Quest Pod. you have to do each of those logos, that entire bit, the five minutes that just happened. <laughs> and will. Also, will. also, be sure to write that there was sponsored content in this episode. There was not sponsored content! 